At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Terrible Gamers. I'm your host Colin, here with Ashton. Hey guys, how you doing? Alright, got a couple left over from last week. Been on to the newest topics. Uh, there's a new PS5 V2 controller that got leaked. Yes, yeah, so the article I have here says Best Buy appears to have inadvertently leaked a new version of the DualSense controller. And this V2 model may fix the most commonly complained about problem with the original PS5 pad. This week, a listing page for a PlayStation 5 V2 DualSense wireless controller, white, has been discovered on Best Buy Canada with the price set at Canadian $89. That's the same price a regular DualSense controller retails for in Canada. There is no release date on the listing and it's currently not possible to place an order for DualSense V2. So, uh, it's not uncommon for companies to come out with new controllers as the generation goes on. In uh, Xbox, we've talked about several months ago that there was a patent found for uh, them a new controller that has a rechargeable battery. So, uh... I mean, like I said, it's not uncommon. Yeah, and supposedly with this new uh, controller, it's said to have a 12-hour battery life on a full charge. And the current ones have about a 6-hour playtime. So that would, you know, double the playtime on one controller, which would be phenomenal if it does happen. But it's one of those things to, if... Sony decides to pull it at this point or not because of Best Buy's moderate leak. Ah, uh, they're not Nintendo. I mean, kudos to them for making a 12-hour battery life if it is wind up being true for it. Yeah, I mean, I have the black DualSense controller and I've never had a problem with battery life, but also I don't play it. I have a PS5. I play it on PC, so I don't play it as much as, you know, somebody that just plays console would. But, yeah, I mean, doubled battery life, why not? Yeah. And the fact that it's just the white color instead of having a black option mm -hmm. right now. 
the black just looks white good. definitely stains up a whole lot easier yeah that's the standard color i guess i i didn't want that i i got the black one looks pretty nice i wonder why they made a switch because obviously it used to be black was a standard color right and now what started with the ps5 didn't it because even the ps4s was mainly black starting out yeah it was I guess white's probably just a cheaper color, then, I would assume. I guess, so you don't want the dot, maybe? Possible. Because I know that's the reason why people buy white vehicles, because generally they're cheaper to make. And, and cheaper, cheaper on the insurance. Yes, yeah, so this mm -hmm. one looks pretty nice. Yeah. If you're watching. Yeah, if you're YouTube, watching. You get to see it, too. And it has a feature called Easy Click-In Charging, so I guess it's even easier to put on a dock than the other one, supposedly. Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll know more about it once it comes out, but I didn't know it was hard to, you know, put this one on charge, you know, in a dock, but... Do they have, like, a gyro control like the Switch does on PS? Five games or no for the new controller? Yeah, I believe the DualSense 5 has other, not the DualSense 5, but the DualSense controller. I think it does have gyro. I know it has that like touch bar thing, but I think it does have gyro. And the triggers, like, they're hard to get used to where it's a DualSense, like playing a game that supports it, like uh, when I was playing Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man and stuff, where they're made by PlayStation, they support the sense so i thought there was like something wrong with my triggers I was like what in the world like they won't press down all the way i was like oh yeah i forgot it's supposed to do that this is, <laughs> it was weird though like it was kind of cool though like i don't know get more reaction like it depends what you're doing in the game on how it feels and how far it lets you like push it down and everything so it's pretty cool definitely so different it don't you press it down all the way it no it's like when it's off yeah you can all the way but like in your when you're in a game, it depends what you're doing. Like when uh, you're in Ratchet and Clank and you're shooting a gun, like yeah. you, you can feel the resistance. Like you're actually pulling a trigger on a gun. Like it's pretty oh, cool. Fuck. Yeah, it's just different no, I, things. I, I, I was thinking they've always called dual sense, but no, they used to be called dual shocks. Right. Yep. Yeah. The last dual shock was dual shock four. This they switched to dual sense on the PS5. Gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. Like, I thought there was something wrong with it. I was like, what in the world? I was like, oh, yeah, that's the whole point in DualSense. You can feel, you know, different things. Imagine playing Call of Duty like that, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works, Call of Duty. Probably it's similar. But... I would assume. Well, I said it is just for first-party titles. Yeah, I'm not sure. Looks like I don't have a PS5, so I'm not sure, but I know one. If you have a PlayStation 5, leave it in our comments and let us read it. Yeah, definitely let us know. We love listener feedback. We've been getting quite a bit of comments. More, not a quite a bit, but more than we usually get. One is more than we used to get, so I'd say three yeah. or four is quite a bit. So uh, we love yeah. reading it, and you know, we appreciate it. Adapting how it is. All right, sticking with PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra slash Premium Games for January started on the 16th, I believe. Yep. So. Arriving on Tuesday, January 16th at the time of recording was four days ago. It says, 
PS Plus Premium and Extra subscribers will gain access to the following games. Tiny Tina's Wonderland Next Level Edition, PS5, PS4. Resident Evil 2, PS5, PS4. Hard Space Shipbreaker, PS5. Lego City Undercover, PS4. Just Cause 3, PS4. Session Skate Sim, PS5, PS4. Shadow Ta Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, PS4. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song, PS5, PS4. And Surviving the Aftermath, PS4. So uh, the big names there for me are Resident Evil 2, which we talked about coming to Game Pass this month as well. And then uh, Just Cause 3 is also a very good game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... They definitely got some better games than what they've been having on there. For sure. Yeah. Uh, old Tina seems like a game of the year contender. I mean, some people, <laughs> I mean, like the Tiny Tina like games, but I've never played them personally. Well, that was just the essentials, wasn't it? Or the extra ones? That was the premium and extra. Premium? The essentials we oh. took, we read over those a couple weeks yeah, ago. We got the, yeah, my bad. My bad. Have yeah, you played Just Cause before? I think. I think I have. It's been a hot minute since I have. Yeah. I believe yeah. it was at least seven eight years ago that's probably how long it's been for me too but when i did play it i enjoyed it might memory's like to get back of, into it sometime yeah memory's kind of iffy on that i'm pretty sure i have i think it was just cause two if i'm not mistaken yeah i played a little bit of two but i played more of three but, yeah. uh, i mean they're it's a good series but they're Five is about ready to come out or just came out? Uh, I'm not sure, I think. Not really real sure on that. I'm going live. But I do know uh, Resident Evil 2, we did talk about it coming to Game Pass this month as well. I am not. I wasn't able to find if it was the remaster or not, because it is Resident Evil 2 remaster on the remake on... Uh, Game Pass, but I'm not sure about on here. I'm I'm assuming it is on here as well. Just Cause 5 is a new console game in development by Square Enix. No official release date, although this is an article from the mid-2023, but it said it could release in late 2023, so obviously it didn't happen, right. or later. So, we're so it's in development. In later it's in development. I thought so. I'm just like, I'm pretty sure I've seen news about Just five, just Cause 5 somewhere. Yeah, I, I thought I, I wasn't sure. I thought so. I got so. for a terrible puck. There you go. We're not, we don't claim to be good. <laughs> They're just terrible. You guys knew it. It was in the name. It's in the name. What do you guys... Just don't expect high quality with us. <laughs> Give it the best quality we can do, but it's not the best. No. It's just all we can do. Most definitely terrible since episode one yeah the episode one was rough audio was awful I think 
The baby co-star was the best thing in the world. You even have some of that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Back off of reminiscing. Uh, Nintendo... Well, Golden Sun games are coming to Nintendo Switch online. Yeah, so... Or, I guess now. Yeah. Yeah, on January 17th. But it says Golden Sun and its sequel, Golden Sun The Golden Age, are joining the Nintendo Switch Online Library on January 17th, which time recording was three days ago. These two classic Game Boy Advance games will be available to play for all Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack subscribers. If you haven't yet played them before, there's probably someone in your life who has, and there's a good chance they mention it a lot for good reason, too. Golden Sun is an excellent RPG and its sequel serves up even more of the story and magic heavy combat. So these are two Game Boy Advance games, especially the first one that you see people almost always have it in their top 10 or at least even top 5 all time Game Boy Advance games. Uh, personally, I've never played it. Once again, not an RPG fan really, but I mean apparently it's a good game for a good reason. So might be worth checking out sometime yeah you would you would think that i mean i never heard of it up until the time of the topic last week oh really i was one of those people. nope never heard of it and obviously that was our first console was the game boy advanced yeah so it's you know with retrospect it's one of those things we was definitely around whenever it came out and it was more than available to play but i don't see a you know, just outside of toddler age, playing an RPG and understanding it. Yeah. To an extent, too. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, even now, RPGs aren't my thing. I don't understand them completely. I mean, I get the gist of it, whatever. But just the turn-based kills me. Yeah, that's definitely an adjustment. It, it just gets boring to me, like, taking turns, fighting. Like, if I'm going to fight something, I'm going to kill it as fast as possible. I don't want to give it a chance to hit me back, but turn-based, you have to take turns, and then you can miss, so there takes even longer. Yep. Yeah, that's one thing I don't necessarily like, and I don't understand why. I mean, I'm, I don't diss video games. I, I don't. You have your style, I have my style. But at the end of the day, it's just, if you like taking turns and that's your type of video game, I'll never dish you for liking those style of games but our opinions are our opinions on it right i mean a lot of people um, that's all they play is rpgs like that's their favorite genre but for me it's it's not action adventures probably my favorite genre of video game and just for you people coming after it i finally got to play a little bit of boulders gate i still don't understand what all hype was because yet again not an rpg fan Right. Yeah, I played some of it too after dissing it on the Game Awards, which made me very upset. Um, the graphics are nice. I'll they are. They're really yeah. good graphics. I mean, they are. But just, once again, like you said, RPG just, I mean, once you're out of battle, yeah, you can move around freely as you want. That's fine. That's not bad. But once you're in battle, that just kills me how you have to be turn-based. I don't know if it's a fact I'm playing on PC, but like the, it just feels more like a point-and-click game to me. Wow, well, I, like I was using controller. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess it would be a little bit different if you played on a controller, but like you said, where I'm playing on PC, it's just like, oh, I want to click over here, but I walk over there. I just, oh, okay. like I said, I feel like back in the 90s. So yeah, I'm playing it on my PC too, but like I said, I was using controller, so I wasn't exactly aware of that you could do point and click. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Bucked Up. Bucked Up is a company founded in 2016 by two brothers on a mission to provide consumers with the highest quality supplements and fitness products to help them achieve their health and fitness goals. Bucked Up has a ton of products ranging from energy drinks and supplements to protein bars and pre-workout, all with crazy good flavors like Rocket Pop and Cotton Candy. You won't find a better tasting boost without the crash anywhere else. So head on over to buckedup.com and use the code 3TG to get 20% off your order. That's the number 3TG. Get the job done and feel great with Bucked Up Energy. When you feel it, you just got bucked up. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. whatever yeah it's keyboard i like i said i run a keyboard and mouse so you use your uh wasd to look around and you can do your camera views whatever but you actually point and click to move huh yeah well obviously with controller it's you know your left joystick moves around like a 3d world would i guess that would be easier but like i said mine is i'm just like oh this feels like that would kind of suck even more than like point and click where you're going that yeah, Windows 98 style yeah. type of game. No thanks. Well, Windows 11. Yeah, no thanks. I'd rather have controller for sure. I think I might need to switch it up just to try it. I can connect my Xbox controller to it, can I? Yeah. Yeah, just you can go to your Bluetooth settings and do it that way. I need help on that one too. I, I struggle with a PC. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. That's all right. I, I got you. I'm, 
for help. That's okay. I don't mind. Like I said, I'm gonna start charging five dollars a session. Just the podcaster, leave me alone. <laughs> PCs aren't my thing. I just done it to make the the podcast better. Well, that was the intention behind it. That's. I mean, it's higher quality. Video and audio. For sure. All right. A bunch of Switch games got delisted. Yeah. So I had it was list here. <laughs> yeah, so this kind of ties into that Nintendo Selects we was talking about last week. But uh, the, I got the whole list here that they're going to just not be making them regular print anymore. Uh, Paper Mario, The Origami King, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening 2019, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, Metroid Dread, Kirby Star Allies, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Fire Emblem Engage, Yoshi's Crafted World, WarioWare Get Together, Nintendo Switch Sports, Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, Super Mario Maker 2, and Mario Strikers Battle League. Excuse me. So with these, these are just games that, uh, have fallen off from their sales. They're not selling as much anymore. So Nintendo's just not going to really make them regular print anymore. So, I mean, if they're not selling at a high rate, there's no really sense in printing new ones, basically. So I get what they're doing. And they may, that's kind of where the Nintendo Selects came in with the older systems. If they weren't selling real frequently, they would make less prints, but make them Nintendo Selects and a cheaper price. So people would buy more of them. So, um, that's where that kind of rumor with Nintendo Selects came into play last week, but that's just the list of all the games that are getting delisted or got delisted. Yeah, it's, I mean, sad to see in a way, but that also tells you that you're right on the verge of a new console too. And it tells you how many good games are on the system, because, I mean, most of these are Mario games. Like, a lot of them are anyway. So, uh... Or Mario Bay's like Donkey Kong's kind of a Mario franchise. But anyway, just, I mean, there's other Mario games on there that to replace these ones, you know, so that's why they're not selling as well. That just shows you how many good games are on the system. I don't know, you might get the Donkey Kong community coming after us saying it like that. I mean, it is. It's part of the Mario franchise. He's in the Mario movie, so. True. I don't know. I, I it's count not a Mario game. Mario. Like Donkey Kong Country, Chocolate Free, it's not a Mario game, but it's part of the Mario universe. Like, it's not part of the Zelda universe, so it'd be more of the Mario universe. They've crossed over multiple times in multiple games and in the movie now, while the, you know, Legend of Zelda style, almost thing you've seen from it from the movie based was a couple street names. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, and obviously started out arcade version you know Jumpman before he was Mario was Donkey Kong title rumored to be Mario's dad <clears throat> also rumored to be Grumpy Kong Cranky Kong Cranky Kong whatever same difference <laughs> I swear that comes where Mandela effect <laughs> or it's just terrible podcasting one of those two get the throw it in there twice as podcast it's still true 
Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's nice to see to an extent because I know eventually those will, on the Switch 2, become selects. I would say, I would assume, or right there at the end because you know there's always that slight transition period in between consoles too. So they'll still continue to make Switch titles and Nintendo selects for at least a couple years into the Switch 2 life cycle. Yeah, uh, and hopefully the Switch 2 is compatible, backwards compatible with Switch cartridges as well. Hopefully. It would hope so. But Nintendo's one of Nintendo. Yeah. Which, like to be Steve. fair, the Wii was backward compatible with GameCube. The Wii was backward compatible with Wii. Obviously, the Switch couldn't be backward compatible with Wii U because the Wii U took discs, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Where did it take disc at? I mean, obviously, I never had one. I've just seen yours in handheld mode. I've never seen the actual system where the disc goes in at. Or was it in the actual handheld part? It was the actual console itself. Gotcha. Yet again, not a Wii U person, never had one. I just rely off the rationals knowledge of Wii U's. Missing out if you never had a Wii U. There's a lot of you out there because it didn't sell very well. I'm one of them. Talk to me almost on a weekly basis at least. At least, well, a daily basis, but, you know, talking like this. Yeah. Well, that's where I got Breath of the Wild on was the Wii U. I mean, I have it on Switch now too, but... That's the first time I've played it. Good game. Right before I bought it on the Switch. Played yeah. it on Nash and the Wii U first. Alright, stick on Nintendo. The Switch 2 was listed on a retailer site in Japan. Yep, so a Nintendo Switch 2 page went live on the website of Mecha Japan, a retailer specializing in Japanese electronics exports. The page lists 2024 as a console's tentative release window, while likely a placeholder the listing adds to the recent influx of leaks and rumors indicating that the Switch 2 is on the horizon. A premature Nintendo Switch 2 page appeared on the website of a Japanese retailer. While likely a placeholder, this listing adds the recent influx, like we said, that it's on the horizon. It says the Switch 2 has effectively been Nintendo's worst kept secret for a while now, and though the long-lasting effects of the global pandemic are suspected to have pushed back the company's release plans by a year or two, the current consensus among industry insiders is that Nintendo's next console will likely launch sometime in 2024. So, okay, first off, a lot of people get excited and get confused when they see a listing like this. This is just, like this said, a placeholder. So you can't actually add it to the cart. So it's not a pre-order or anything. You can't actually add it to the cart. Um, and it has, you know, the placeholder date, 12-31-24, which is what people use when it's coming out that same year, but nobody knows the date yet. A lot of people think that it means it's coming out the last day of the year, and that's not the case. It's just placeholder date. And people getting confused they see they get excited when they see this it's like oh it's available for pre-orders on this website it comes out the last day of the year no that's not it it's all a placeholder that way when nintendo does announce it all this company has to do is go in there fix the name from nintendo switch 2 to whatever it is put the pictures on there and put the official date set the price and that way they don't have to make it from scratch 
I say February is what we'll have to wait. The first week in February, we'll figure out what it's going to be called and when it's going to release. The Nintendo Direct will 90% more likely to do it then. Yeah. To just put it out how they would normally put it out or placeholders or anything else. I'd say it's most definitely going to come out and will be announced in uh, the February Direct. Yeah, they're not going to shadow drop the console. It's going to be announced for probably holiday 2024. I'd say fall or holiday, yeah. Well, I mean, they do coincide because you technically start the holiday season right in the beginning of November. I'd say it's probably a release, like in October, I would say, maybe. Now, I would love for them to announce it in February and then release it in March, you know, like the Switch was released in March, but that's not typically the case. Consoles are usually released later in the year. Usually around holiday season. September, October, November, usually. Time to get sold a bunch for Christmas. Yeah, but like I said, I almost guarantee that that will be one of the last topics in the Nintendo Direct come February. Because we know it's going to happen. It never fails. February is always a given for Nintendo Directs. Right. Well, there's also a rumor that this is going to be Nintendo's last big Direct. So... What that means is like it's their last direct that has a bunch of first party stuff first party stuff all together so they might have smaller separate ones because usually we get one february june and september big ones so i think what that means that's their last big one is it's their last one that may have the switch to it may have a bunch of first party titles and then after that we might see one every month like a smaller one every month or every other month to release some or announce some first-party titles and some indie titles and stuff. Yeah, 45 minutes is kind of long to drag around and wait, and so then releasing right. it individually. But at the same time, when they have to do like bigger releases like Zelda games, Mario games, and you know your different consoles, they would have to do it not necessarily on an individual basis because they like hiding that stuff to the very end. Right. So that would give them a chance yeah. to do that. So say a game's going to release in no April, they're going to uh, have a direct, a little direct, say in March to announce those games that are released in April. That way, you know what I mean. Yeah, they like to keep their secrets close. Yeah, because last year, like how it was with Tears of the Kingdom, February direct, Mm -hmm. it was the very last one. You had to wait all forty-five minutes just to get a minute and a half trailer of. Tears of the Kingdom release date. Right. So these these smaller ones might be anywhere from, instead of 45 minutes, like 15, 20 minutes long. So it's not quite as much content and doesn't drag out as long. And like we said, that Nintendo likes to keep their cards close to their chest, so to say, so that way they can keep their secrets close until it's time to release them. Yeah. Alright. I think we got time for one more and it's one it needs talked about because we kind of trash talked it last week but i'm, st- I'm, it still, has, I'm still going to trash talk it but I still it, have they sense. actually have some claims to back up what they no, had they said don't. no they don't that show that hogwarts legacy is 2023's top selling game of the year allegedly all right According to newly released data, 2023's best-selling video game was Hogwarts Legacy. From 
Warner Brother games, and that means that for the first time in over a decade, the top selling game of the year wasn't another Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, or other Rockstar published game. Released in February 2023, Hogwarts Legacy wasn't a hit with the critics and ended up not winning many major awards. But there are a lot of Harry Potter fans in the world and the first big AAA open world game set in that universe was bound to be a smash hit. Even if it's not very good. It also helped that the game was ported to basically every platform under the sun including the Nintendo Switch. So on that list. Obviously, Hogwarts Legacy was number one. Tears of the Kingdom was also on that list. And so... Five? Yeah, it's fifth. But, Nintendo doesn't share their digital sales. So their digital sales for Tears of the Kingdom wasn't on that list. That was just physical sales. They were fifth. So, with their digital sales, it may not have been first Tears of the Kingdom... I'm saying it wouldn't have been fifth, and it could have been first with the digital sales. So I said allegedly Hogwarts Legacy is the number one game because we don't know for sure because we won't know until Nintendo officially releases those numbers, which they do quarterly. So I said we don't know for sure. Physical, so physically, that. yes, because this is Hogwarts Legacy, physical and digital. But like I said, Nintendo keeps their digital sales to themselves until they release them quarterly. So physically, yes, Hogwarts Legacy beat Tears of Kingdom, but it's not guaranteed that it, it beat it digitally as well. Yeah. But still, the fact that we, like I said, we just done it, then it just came across my screen. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to cover this because it has some weight to it to an extent, but I forgot about them not releasing, because that's just physical copies like you said. I forgot about Nintendo not releasing those right away. Well, you look at it and you're like, Tears of the Kingdom's only fifth on this list. But when you think about it, that being physical only, that's impressive for them to still be fifth on that list. But it literally shattered, you know, first, you know, first three day sales records on just physical copies. Yeah. I mean, and we know, and we know to that list, there's at least one more because I was a digital copy owner. Right. I was physical. So. I'm on the physical side, I'm on the list, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that bought it digitally that, obviously, because it helped break records it, uh, digitally too, just the best selling, the quickest selling Zelda game or whatever, so we'll have to wait and see what Nintendo's numbers say for digital. And they only need one console to do it on, not every console available. Right, so I mean, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy probably is first. They have the edge because they're released on not only every current console, but also last gen too. It was on Xbox One and PS4 too. So not just next gen. So every single console available right now, it was put out on. And Tears of the Kingdom was just obviously the Nintendo Switch. But still, for Tears of the Kingdom to even be in the conversation compared to that is very impressive. It's showing you how many it did sell. What Madden was number three or four? Call of Duty was number two. Yeah, I think for the week, um, Call of Duty was number one. Super Mario Bros. Wonder was number two for the last week in December, I think. Yeah, which makes sense because generally that's the last. I mean, Mario Wonder was definitely a last second Christmas gift for people too. Oh yeah, for sure. 
I was a statistic right there as well. Yeah. Well, and then at that point, like most people that want Tears of the Kingdom is going to already have it. So it's not going to sell a whole lot for Christmas because most people bought it. I mean, it came out in May. So yeah, that's seven months. You know, people had time to buy it. For sure. Especially since it was the more expensive of the two games. Too. Yeah. Right. It was a $70 title while Mario Wonder was still a $60 title. Yep. Which, $70, I mean, was fairly priced, I think, for what yeah, it is. It was real worth it. But that is all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you for watching slash listening, whichever one you're doing. Uh, we have our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, TikTok. I think that's it on socials. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. I think that's about it. Then we have an affiliate for BetterHelp. If you need mental health help. I know. I think that's it. Yeah. Alright. Well, thank you for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode. Later, guys. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.